Good evening. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Devin. Thank you for for coming over after work to do this. I know you're tired as fuck, man. I'm exhausted. Do you want to tell everyone why you're exhausted? Not really. That's fair enough. I like I- to keep my life private. <laughs> hey, that's fair enough. I mean, but do you know what this episode is? No, you don't tell me anything. I know. What, how how am I know I, what I it like means? It. <laughs> how am I supposed to guess if you never tell me anything? Look. <laughs> I mean, hey, I like seeing your guesses sometimes, you know? So, like, uh, since you don't know, it's the Halloween episode. <laughs> oh, is it? Hell yeah. This episode will be coming out on Halloween. For So, for those of you listening, happy Halloween. So, I've mentioned to you, Devin, what this was. I, and I teased you guys last time as to what I was covering. We're going to Italy. But uh, we're talking about one of my favorite topics today. And it's the infamous Pavalia Island. Have you ever heard of it? No. Oh, I'm so excited to tell you about it. <laughs> so... This is one of those things that's a little bit of everything. A lot of murder, a lot of ghosts, and a really infamous, you know, history to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I go on too, I have been putting like our, my, I should say, my research uh, notes in these episode descriptions. I'm probably not going to do that going forward unless people are just like we really don't trust you we need to know where your information's coming and then i'll start putting them in there again but for the most part uh i feel like it's a lot of like work you know building an extra google doc for the sources and everything and i still write all my sources down so i'll mention them here and there as to where i get them i'm not just pulling information out of my ass but yeah for for the time being until i'm begged otherwise i won't be putting the sources in the description anymore okay but uh i still do my best it's the same research let's get started talking about the pavalia plague island okay <laughs> don't sound too enthused <laughs> so pavalia island is a small bit of land located in the venetian lagoon of northern italy between the islands of venice and Lido. A canal separates a portion of the island and also separates the facilities still present from the plague fields where bodies were burned en masse. This island was actually used as a plague dumping ground and quarantine facility, as well as a location where capital executions would be took place. Criminals would be taken to the island and forcibly drowned in the water surrounding. This is allegedly an island so full of death that 50% of the soil there is made up of human remains. That's gross. (laughs) It's so neat, though. And I'll explain why, because I'm not just being a weirdo. (laughs) Although I am a weirdo. So, locals and tourists are forbidden from stepping foot on the island, but quite frankly, locals are so fearful of the island anyway, as well as its reputation... That even fishermen refuse to go near it for fear of either fishing up bones in their nets Mm -hmm. or being cursed by the energy surrounding it. This island is home to a church, a hospital, an asylum, a bell tower, staff housing, and a boat shelter. 
though they remain in disrepair despite attempts to restore them. There is also at least one plague pit on the island, filled with over 1,500 human remains. So, there is evidence stated by the Worcester Polytechnic Institute that the Eugenae, I think I'm saying that right, I hope so, Eugenae, I'm going to go with Eugenae because that sounds correct, they were a group of Proto-Italians and they lived in the Veneto region as early as 2000 BCE. And yes, Devin, I'm going to continue saying BCE. It's not, no. <laughs> Why could you just say BC? <laughs> because that's how it's written in the sources. Well, just, what about this old girl who doesn't know what BC is, still won't know what it is? I will drill it into your brain, girly. Good luck. <laughs> so, however, the first records of this island, at least as far as this story is going to be concerned... They can be traced back to the early 5th century when the people of Padua and Este fled there to escape the invasions of Alaric the Goth and Attila the Hun, as the small size of the islands left them mostly ignored by passing invaders. The people remained there until the 1379 Chioja War, during which Venice was attacked by the Genoan fleet and the people were forced to relocate to Judeca after which local officials decided to build five octagonal forts, turning Pavalia into a military outpost armed with naval artillery to better control the surrounding entryways. For two centuries, Pavalia remained uninhabited despite government efforts. And by this, I mean that the Doge, not like Dog, like the meme of the Shiba Inu, but like the Doge, uh, they offered land to central Italian monks in the 1500s, but they were all just like, nah, we're good. <laughs> I'm not going to take that. Uh, the island only found its purpose after becoming a colony and subsequently a dumping ground for victims of the bubonic plague. So for those of you that slept a little during this course in your history class, <laughs> so the bubonic plague had been present in Italy since the mid 1300s, but bouts of infection often died down only to pop up again in subsequent years. So this was never like a continuant, just like there is plague just forever now. It little bouts. The deadliness of the plague was unrivaled, often killing victims within a week of infection. And a fun fact for those of you that want a little bit more about this. I'm not going to, you know, tell the entire history and how the bubonic plague worked, but I do know a great podcast that will tell you exactly how it worked, the history of it, when it was worse, how many people it killed. It's a podcast called This Pos Podcast Will Kill You. And they're really great. And also, I really do like that they make like drinks to go along with their episodes. So you can have like a quarantini or a placebo Rita. And <laughs> honestly, they're just so precious and they go into so much detail. Like they'll explain on a on a microscopic level how the bubonic plague works and the, its various symptoms. So I highly recommend it. But for those of you that don't really want to listen to a full podcast about it, let me give you a quick rundown. So common symptoms of the plague were as follows. You could experience extreme weakness, diarrhea, severe fever, blackening, gangrene, vomiting of blood, swelling of the glands, and pus-filled sores all over the body. It was a nasty disease, both to experience and view. So, the first major spread of the plague in Italy began in 1347 in Sicily, and it spreaded to Venice by the next year 
With half of the Venetian population succumbing to death, this allowed the Venetians to learn a great deal about how the plague spread and how people and ships seemed to be the worst contributors. Officials realized that they had to separate the sick and the dying from the healthy individuals. And that's one of the cool things about Venice, especially, is that for the time period, they were actually one of the few places that were really on this uh, prevention thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd, they'd been known as like one of the cleanest cities. But obviously, because, you know, it's the 1300s, their idea of separating the healthy and the dead and the sick uh, didn't initially mean dumping bodies on Pavalia. Rather, they began with dumping the dead in large pits outside of major cities. Due to the intensity of the pestilence, the pits soon overflowed and bodies were then transported to the islands of Santorasmo and the locality of San Martino de Strada. It wasn't until the early 1400s that the Venetians invented the concept of the lazaretto, which is an isolated institution for the ill and potentially ill. Pavelia was actually one of the many lazarettos in the 1570s to the 1630s, serving both as a quarantine space and a dumping ground. Fun fact, the word quarantine actually comes from a, the Venetian phrase quarantina, meaning 40 days, relating to the number of days one was expected to stay in the lazaretto until they were deemed healthy. Or, or died. Whichever came first. So like COVID. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, everyone, if you want to blame anyone, uh, blame Venice for the quarantine. Maybe don't, but haha, joke, joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyone who exhibited even minor symptoms were stripped by force from society and their families and taken to the island. Infected corpses were also transported there, often hastily thrown on top of piles in view of the living. Which, if that doesn't make you, you know, positive in how things are going, make you really feel good about the world, I don't know what will. So, and actually, too, the common idea of the plague doctor, or in Italian, that would be medico della peste, uh, they would often be the ones transporting the sick, dead, and dying by boat. The masks they would wear were bird-like in shape, with the pointed beaks of the mask being stuffed with flowers and incense to better stave off the infection. And that's because it was a common belief at the time that the smell of death and plague was the transmitting agent. Yeah. Which sounds terrifying because often, too, they wouldn't just put flowers in in the beak part of the mask. They would also burn incense in that part. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine being on a boat, no, being taken to this island... And there is just a man in a creepy fucking bird mask with smoke coming out of it. And you're just like, "Mm, this is about to be really good or really bad. And I don't know which one I'd prefer. Don't you want a mask like that for Halloween? I don't own one. It would be really cool if I did. I did think about it. I'm not going to lie. But I felt like going as a plague doctor during these times would be a little too on the nose. So I wanted to surprise people. Didn't you talk about that when we went to the Halloween store? I did. I did mention that. That I actually, I think I was saying that it would be very on the nose if I saw a lot of plague doctors this Halloween. Oh, I finally got what you mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> People being on the boats, like just sitting in front of the plague doctors like this, that was pretty much the case for about 10,000 mainlanders. 
because about 10,000 of them were brought and burned in the pyres they constructed on the island. As the situation became more and more grave, but um, <laughs> thousands of people dying on the mainland every week, processing the bodies became more and more difficult. Eventually, it became that men, women, and children, all gravely ill but still living, were forcibly thrown onto the pits of rotting corpses and set aflame despite their cries for mercy. Because it, at some point, it, it really didn't matter whether they were dead. It was because they, they didn't have a cure for the plague. So it was like if you were infected, you were dead anyway. Right. In 1630, there was another major outbreak of the plague in Venice. And the funeral pyres on Pavilio were lit once again. After this outbreak, 45,000 of the 140,000 strong population had perished. Wow. It was in 1777 when the Magistrate of Health took control of the island, turning it into a checkpoint for boats and ships passing through or out of Venice. All passing needed to go through a rigorous examination before being given passage. And during times when the plague was not so prevalent, many enjoyed their quarantine at Prevalia with some degree of comfort. I would. <laughs> Oh, I honestly think you would, because here's, I, I did do a little digging. People actually had their own rooms, sometimes their own apartments, and they were able to drink, eat, and have contact with the outside world through mail. I thrived in quarantine. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't this time, I mean, that may just be because we didn't have a very nice island in Italy to stay on. <laughs> well, that too, but I just thrived in quarantine. <laughs> Fair enough. So the thing with the mail, too, that I, I really like this little tidbit that I found um, because they weren't entirely sure uh, if the plague would be trans uh, transmitted like through the letters. They had preventative measures. <laughs> so the letters were stabbed, doused in vinegar and fumigated before transport. <laughs> So how are they going to read the letter? How is the person going to read the letters I'm, if it's <laughs> saturated with vinegar? I mean, I don't exactly know their writing utensils, but it, it wasn't like like soaked in it. It would be like spritzed with it, you know? Oh, okay. So not enough to like completely ruin the ink if that's what they were writing with. But I I was honestly just like, why stabbed? Why, why did you think? What did you think stabbing is gonna you do? You know what my brother did yesterday. Oh my I gosh! Was what? So pissed off when I came home from work because I was trying to mail something out for my insurance to like redo it. This bastard literally took that mail from the mailbox because I was waiting for because I had to go to work. And when I got home, he literally ripped it open, took out my information, and just left it there. And when I got home last night after work, I was really livid. Like lately, it's just been really long days at work. So I wasn't in the mood for it. And I was really mad when I saw I was like, what the hell is this? And my dad's like, I don't know. I didn't even see it. He like the Bruh. whole f envelope was like half ripped, ri like rip it. I can't speak English. <laughs> You're good. Me. Either. My brain, it's it's shutting down on you, Morgan. <laughs> But he ripped, like, the front part of the envelope. I had to tape it. Was this mail, like, you had gotten in the mail or you were about no, to was, send out? No, I was trying to send it out. Bruh. And, like, I was so mad. I was like, 
you know how long I procrastinated to get that letter out? And then this fool decided, oh, I'm going to open up someone else's mail, even though there's no address to anyone here because it was supposed to go out. But oh, my dad man. saved the day. He saw the mailman, so he ran out and gave the... I mean, uh, hey, at least you could I, still post it. Well, I taped it real good. I, not really, but I taped it. I mean, it wasn't so far gone that like you had to redo the envelope, for example. I would not. Uh, I would have a breakdown. Mood, honestly. <laughs> I was not happy. I ignored him all day yesterday. Understandable. You don't fuck with mail. Like, why would you open someone else's mail? If it's not addressed, <laughs> you don't open it. I mean, if it, if it looks pristine and unopened, maybe leave it alone. Seriously. <laughs> but that's my beef of the week hell yeah i love hearing your beef devin fucking gemini <laughs> selfish people sorry oh. not sorry gemini but you are selfish people i think that's just an aries opinion <laughs> yeah it is aries don't get along with gemini's i tolerate my brother i told you this i i don't like him i tolerate him fair enough i have to i don't have a choice he's my brother aries and gemini have a fragile piece yeah, there's so many Geminis I don't like. <laughs> we won't name their names. There are some Geminis we do like. There's one Gemini I like and I work with her, but that's it. Eh, fair enough. She's not a selfish bitch. Like, <laughs> Ooh, shots <Sorry>. fired. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when I'm tired. Hey, fair enough. We, we love honesty on this show. I mean, I'm talking about burning bodies, my dude. Sometimes I want to burn my brother's body. I mean, wait till he's deceased first, and then you I can mean, do whatever you want. Don't most siblings feel like that? If you have younger siblings. Okay, I was about to say, uh, the younger si siblings was the thing I've never considered burning my older brother, but you know, I You're did punch him in the sibling, face. You're a younger sibling, though. That's what it is. <laughs> I did punch him in the face once for stealing my Barbies, but that's about it. <laughs> See, siblings, you just sometimes you just want to punch them in the face or in a throat <laughs> or burn them. Okay, maybe not burn them. <laughs> I want to get institutionalized. Huh? Uh, maybe a little bit, but that's okay. I'll vouch for you. <laughs> you haven't done anything yet to yourself or other people. I, I, I think you're good. Let's hope. Hey, you know what's you know what's fun about uh the whole institutionalized mention? Huh? I'm gonna get to that eventually. Oh, it's part of his story. Hell yeah! Every ghost story has something with an institution or all the good ones, at least. So, during the 1790s, two ships were found with cases of plague. And this is after uh, the insurgents of the pestilence had gone down. And so, once again, the island resumed its quarantine colony status. And actually, once Napoleon gained power in 1805, he made the island a permanent quarantine colony until 1814. That long? That long. I mean, generally speaking... We're looking at everything before this was a temporary colony, only as needed. Is it going to be, is this how COVID's going to be? I mean, we're already two years in, aren't we? I mean, shit, man. We're two years in, aren't we? Aren't we? No, one year in. Well, almost two years. I can't do math. You got to help me. When did, when? March 20th. Of oh, 2019. Yeah. Like the week of our birthdays. 
2019? Was it 2019? No, 2020. Well, look, I told you I can't do math. <laughs> you good, girl. You good. I got my you. My brain is shutting down. Yeah, my birthday, March 20th, 2020, was when, at least in, in, it was the week in this that county, it started, yeah, yeah, where we live. We got quarantine put on there. I was so pissed. I did. You still I, had the party, though. I Listen, I had <laughs> asked for a day off of work, and I ended up getting three months, so... You can't complain. I didn't I was get any complaining. months off. <laughs> I had a freaking work. I was complaining because... Oh, you were you? Yeah. I, Man, was, I would Being in a dark apartment like that is not the business. I would love it. <laughs> I feel like you're more of a bat than a person sometimes. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm cocooned in my blankets all day. Ugh. I wish I didn't. I wish I wasn't like a plant. I need more sunlight. Oh, no, no sun for me. <laughs> I'm a vampire. So just to like wrap up the plague uh, timeline here. Just during the time of the Black Death it's estimated that as many as 160,000 corpses were bur- were burned and disposed of on the island of Pavalia. And that's one of the things I really liked. Uh about the I liked is maybe that's not the best thing to say (laughs) yeah I totally liked that all these people died no 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 I'm not a psychopath I promise uh that was one of the interesting things about it was that because it's it's said that like 50 percent of the soil is human ash you can just walk around the island and fucking find bones bro that's disturbing like so because it's going to come up later and because I used it as not as a source, but just some fun information to throw in there. I did watch, watch the ghost adventures episode. Oh, is that with Zach Bagel Bites? Zach Bagel Bites, the man himself. But yeah, several occasions he just bent down, picked up a fucking bone off the ground, piece of a skull, a femur. I saw a bit of a hip bone lodged in the dirt fucking wild bro you would thrive in that scenario <laughs> listen if it wasn't you'd be so, like a so kid off. in a candy store for all those bones I would, yeah i would spend the night and i would never stop talking about it you remind me of katya you, you say that all the time <laughs> <laughs> no you're more like trixie mattel but but you also have some katya in you because she likes bones too she I love Katya. Hell yeah. I mean, shit, man. I like death so much, I got a tattoo about it. You got a... Got a little that coffin. That was you who... Yeah, that was me. <laughs> I was wondering who that was on Instagram. I thought it was like, one of our followers. I didn't realize it was you. <laughs> no, that was me. I was at a tattoo party. Wait, who posted a picture? It uh, was a tattoo artist, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Shallow the Light. That was I thought a fan <laughs> was getting a tattoo and was mentioning it. Oh no! I, I knew ba- I should have men- mentioned something because I didn't think of it until after it was gone. I'm like, Devin may have saw that and happens. She might have had some questions. <laughs> I don't I, know. I don't know why she tagged the Morbid Mill Pod page, but honestly, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, great for us, but <laughs> you confuse me a lot of times. I confuse myself, Devin. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what, wait, what? <laughs> I'm still trying to get over this. It was you this whole time that I got the tattoo? <laughs> it was me the whole time. 
Wow. See, I was very self-centered and thought a fan did it. <laughs> no. Thought of us, but it's just Morgan. No, you're okay. You're okay. Uh, I knew I should have mentioned something that was on you me. You could have told me in advance. You could have texted me. like, hey, Dev, I, didn't know I she got was a tattoo. You want to see it? <laughs> I didn't know she was putting see, it up on her, her Instagram, honestly. I don't talk to you for two, three weeks, and you just get tattoos and expect me to know it's you. I, I didn't expect you to know you it You don't even tell me. me you get a tattoo. Because I kind of got Whenever it on the I fly, you, bro. You get a new tattoo. Like, you get a tattoo on your, what's this called? Um, Collarbone <laughs> area. <My> chest. Chest. <laughs> your arm. Now you got one on your goddamn, is it your ankle? Listen. Or leg? What was it? <laughs> I believe that would be my ankle, sir. Is it your ankle? Oh, you I almost like, got two. So at least be glad that I had some some restraint. I'm surprised you had restraint. <laughs> I know. I usually don't have that. Wow. Uh, I believe that's called, um, I don't have my paycheck in yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's everyone's yeah. motto. In 1922, the island was transformed into an asylum complex. Oh, how fun. <laughs> Housing those with serious and troublesome mental illnesses. But the facilities there were poor at best, abysmal at worst. The staff were stretched thin and there was very little maintenance work done. Many considered it to be more of a dumping ground since their rehabilitation was hardly ever the intention. There are many stories surrounding the facilities, stories of patient suicide, abuse, and experimentation. A centerstone of these rumors is that of the mad doctor of Pavalia, who allegedly carelessly experimented on the most vulnerable patients, injecting them with various chemicals and performing crude lobotomies with hand drills, chisels, and hammers. This sounds like American horror story. <laughs> A little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if they drug inspiration from this because this is very a, a very famous spot in the world. I mean, it might have. I don't know. I I haven't. I don't watch it. I watch like the first. I don't know enough about the season. the behind the scenes stuff. I just watch the things. Sorry, my brain. I went to another land. <laughs> You're good. Well, let me take you back to a darker land. So this doctor would sometimes take his quote unquote favorite patients. They he would take them up to the bell tower and torture them. And some some accounts say that you could hear the screams from across the island. This sounds familiar. I think maybe it's another story that's similar, like with a sociopathic doctor who did experiments. I think there's a lot of those doctors, yeah. especially back then. There is a there is a lot of examples of this. And this is especially vague because there's no like actual account I could find of a specific doctor doing a specific thing. She just answered my question. I was going to ask you if there was a doctor's name. Yeah, there. this is just like a story that circulates uh, uh, based off like some alleged eyewitnesses, eyewitness accounts and, you know, just lore about the island that the locals would tell you. Gotcha. So the thing with these asylum page patients, they would report being haunted by the ghosts of plague victims saying they hear disembodied screaming and crying and often seeing apparitions both in and outside of the buildings. Although these accounts were often ignored due to the nature of the illnesses the patients were stricken with and much of their torture was justified under the cause of curing them of their supposed ap apparitions. 
Now here comes the fun part. If if this guy was real, at least he met a good end. Some say that the mad doctor ended up committing suicide by jumping off the bell tower, either to escape accountability for his crimes or to escape the voices of the plague victims himself. I hope there was going to be like a riot within the patients and like they all came after him. See, but that's the fun part is because all of this is so vague. It may also be that he was pushed from the tower by patients. See, I'm going to think that's my story. I'm going to go with that. He got, they yeah. got justice and revenge. Yeah. I mean, by pushing him off the bell tower. There's also for some who believe that he was pushed by an unseen force. Because a nurse who was nearby claims that the fall was not the cause of his death because he was just laying there in extreme pain. He wasn't dead. Mm -hmm. But she believed the cause of his death was a black mist that surrounded and choked the life out of him. That's one way to go. Right? (laughs) Especially for someone who probably mocked the fact that these plague victims even were real and on the island. Some even say that the ghost of the doctor can still be seen standing atop the building, reflecting on his untimely demise. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Sorry, I had a joke in my head. It sounds funny. Share it, share it. No, it sounds funny in the head. When I say it out loud, (laughs) it's not going to sound funny. Oh, fair enough. So, time to talk about ghosts. For those who have chosen to take a boat over to the island to seek a thrill... Some have claimed to experience paranormal phenomena, sensations like being watched, scratched, pushed by invisible forces, sometimes into walls, and even chased down corridors by unknown entities. (gasps) Could you imagine being (laughs) chased down? That would be terrifying. That's terrifying, but I would kind of want to see it. Right? I I would totally take the risk. I'd watch <laughs> you. I wouldn't see. partake in it, but I'd just watch you run away from because <laughs> I'm a chicken. I mean, I literally would have a panic attack and just. You would have to go to the island in broad daylight. I mean, I'll go with you, but I'll just let you take on the scary stuff. <laughs> I'll hey, sacrifice you. Hey, if the ghosts don't choose me to chase, it's not. It's, it's you know, not that's what fault. I was thinking about. Didn't we go over this? I was like, of course you would want a ghost to. What's the word? Possess you. Yeah. And then, of course, it wouldn't it come and possess me. It's Usually. always ghosts for the opposite. <laughs> the, I'm not saying this to to insult you. They usually go for weaker spirits. I am a weak person. <laughs> I have a weak spirit. I will admit it. There's I'm just so gung ho about that. It's the truth. It's hard facts, people. I'm just so gung ho about ghosts that they're just like, oh god, she she's got too much shit going on. Let's go to this person who doesn't want it. They feed on my soul. I know they do. Well, they feed uh, on your energy if you let them. Yeah, see, I know because I'm a weak soul. <laughs> I, I know. So, other paranormal phenomena include disembodied wailing, muffled screams, moaning, horrid smells with no apparent source, shadows following visitors through the facility, the sounds of footsteps, especially in the former asylum building, as well as doors moving, opening, and closing by themselves. That always freaks me out. Right. That happened to me like the other day. My bedroom door, I just saw open from the hallway and I'm just like, you have to like turn the knob (laughs) 
to open the door. Do you ever scare yourself with your own reflection? Like when you pass by like a mirror or like a window door or something? In the dark, yeah. And then like you just see something moving by and it freaks you out and you kind of turn to see what it is. It was like, oh, it's just my reflection. Yep. Or when your dog... I'm sorry. Now I'm going on a tangent. <laughs> You're good. But like my dogs, sometimes they just look up out of nowhere and just stare in space and they start to growl. Yep. Freaks me out. It's Pepper like, does that a lot. It's like, oh God, we're going to get possessed now. Yep. That's when you just start, fun fact, that's when you just start yelling at ghosts. Like you don't have to have flowery language or fucking sage and shit. Just be like, bitch, do you pay fucking rent? If not, get the fuck out of my house. Like, <laughs> See, my dad probably won't listen to this podcast, so it's okay if I talk about what he told me he did. <laughs> but because I was talking to him about that yesterday because it came up. And he's like, yeah, uh, our dog, we have a dog named Zoe. And apparently she popped her head up and she started to sniff towards a place and my dad did the same thing like he started to smell like sniff like a dog <laughs> just to smell what's like what's out there Zoe and started to smell and look oh at the same God. direction I was like why would you do that? <laughs> now that's oh. true dog person energy right there <laughs> I just love the dog be the dog oh. Yeah, I doubt he's ever going to listen to this podcast, so it's okay Fair if I enough. say Fair enough. My it. parents don't listen either. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he listens to podcasts, but that's okay. Yeah. I feel like it's a more our generation thing. Oh, for sure. My mom may listen to podcasts, but they're usually not as long <laughs> as ours are. <laughs> so When we go on these long tangents. Uh, that's what makes it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So... We were talking about visiting the island earlier. Usually anyone who has visited the island says that they can feel an intense malignant energy. Psychics and paranormal experts have reported feeling presences of angry spirits so frightening that many of them refuse to ever return. Even locals won't go near the island. They say they see white spirits walking the ground in broad daylight. Wow. That shit's so fucking metal, bro. <laughs> Wow, I don't know how to respond to that comment. I would flip my shit. You'd be on that <laughs> island every day. I probably. It would take a lot to scare me. But I, I mentioned this earlier too, because I have to. I, I, I knew that Ghost Adventures had an episode on Pavalia Island, so I had to watch it. And it was during like a season three episode mm -hmm. and they captured multiple EVPs, unexplained bangs and footsteps. And Zach Bagans even reportedly experienced an alleged demonic possession. Oh, that'd be everything. To see. <laughs> right. It, it was pretty, pretty weird. Uh, anyone who watches the show definitely knows they're dramatic as fuck. Oh, are they? <laughs> I've never seen any episodes of it before. Oh man! Do they go into those deep talk, those deep voices that you always hear from here, movies? Here, let me give you a quote. Let me give you a quote. My best Zach Bagans voice. Oh lord! Welcome to your final destination, hell. <laughs> that's that's how he starts the episode, bro. <laughs> seriously i think that's still in their intro like their intro music <laughs> that catches people yeah, straight up just looking at him he's he's <laughs> he's got like these these like 
emo looking pants. <laughs> now he's got some really funky like glasses. Yeah. He's a whole mood. Not insulting him at all because his content is entertaining, but <laughs> just watching it makes you cringe a little. <laughs> oh my. Especially God. watching this episode and hearing all of their Italian pronunciations. Just like, mm, honey, please. Don't call it Paveglia. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> What's it called? He was saying Paveglia because Paveglia is spelled with a G-L. So it's Paveglia. Paveglia. Yeah. So I'm really white and I'm like, <laughs> No, girl. you're good. Honestly, if I hadn't mentioned that, you'd have just called it Paveglia and been chill with it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but as as for the demonic possession, like he claimed that he had no memory of it. All he remembered was experiencing a murderous rage towards his fellow crewmates out of nowhere. I feel that rage, too. And in addition to this, equipment malfunction and when taunted, spirits knocked down their, like, very secure tripods mm-hmm. and called out to the crew. <laughs> and I, honestly, I, I I may have texted you this. If I didn't, then then I had a memory lapse. But when I was doing the research for this, I was... I was watching this documentary, finishing up the notes. Documentary. That's that's pretty that's pretty high praise for, <laughs> for a ghost adventures episode. But I was watching it and they my favorite thing was that they kept acting like they'd fight a ghost with a machete. And like, same, honestly. But I I said that out loud. I was like, honestly, I'd fight a ghost with a machete too. My fucking nose started bleeding. Oh, that's what happened? You just texted me. Oh, see, I have the text message. So I did message you. Thank God. I probably looked it over because you text me late at night. And yeah, like I said, my day job, it's exhausting. But <laughs> all you said to me, where did it go? Where did it go? I'm literally looking into stories about angry ghosts and my nose starts bleeding like a faucet. Unquote. <laughs> yep. No context. Just... <laughs> The stat. My nose is bleeding like a faucet. <laughs> it was though. It was alarming. I think it's a sign. It also could be the weather, but <laughs> I I like to think of it as ghosts saying, "You really want to fuck with us?" Boom. <laughs> if that's the case, fucking bring it, ghosts. I I ain't afraid of no ghost, and I ain't even Ghostbuster. <laughs> wow, Morgan, did you really say that joke? <laughs> I have to. I have to. It's Halloween. It's like you saying metal. I still can't. Do kids really say metal? Dude, I say metal. I say stellar. I'll, I'll say I say miffed. I am just a mix across the centuries. When I think of when you say metal, I just think of metal music or like the metal like um what's it? Metal um <laughs> You good? No, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Like a piece of metal. What's it? <sighs> a piece of metal? Yeah. What does metal consider? Um, um, an alloy? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> is that really? <laughs> what does an alloy have to do with anything? That's what I think of when you say metal. I don't think of what you mean. I mean, I, mean, I say like, oh, this shit's so fucking metal. Like, that's so fucking cool. Oh, that's what that means. To, to me, I mean, some people may use it differently, but it, that's how I use it. Oh, I'm too old for you. I'm teaching you some vernacular. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So I wanted to mention some EVPs that they heard because I thought they were really cool. And also, 
they didn't they didn't uh run one of the EVPs by a Venetian uh native. But to me, who knows a bit of Italian, uh they had a camera out in the plague fields and they caught an EVP with white mist going across in the grass. And to me, it sounded like I heard uh vento di qui. And vento di qui it would be like um a lot of EVPs are like broken bits of sentences. They're not full sentences. Sometimes they don't make sense. But it sounded like vento de qui, and that means uh, wind from here. Oh. And I I don't know. I don't know if that meant anything, but I thought it was cool. <laughs> but uh, I also could be wrong about that. Uh, another one that uh, that they got, and they did run this one by uh, an interpreter, it was, uh, come here, I'm here, in the bell tower, after having, uh, repeat, they had a, a, a tape of Italian questions mm-hmm. to be asked, and, you know, they were recording to see what they could catch, and it was a question about, like, did the nurses and the doctors abuse you? Mm-hmm. And that's when they heard, vieni qui, sono qui, come here, I'm here. It's like, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> and also because Zach has to, he was taunting some spirits. <laughs> That's why he got possessed. Exactly. <laughs> he can't complain. He's literally in there just like, like Soyu Nasusio, not Soyu, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like asking if they're like a murderer and like, you bastard. Like, <laughs> you know who he reminds me of? It's that guy from BuzzFeed. What's his name? Shane? Yeah. <laughs> okay, imagine that, but like a more like cool, like who's tough cooler version. than Shane? You you know what I mean? Like if Shane was a jock, <laughs> I really don't put that picture in my head. Don't ruin Shane for me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but as he was like taunting them, he decided to like okay, I'm I'm gonna leave after getting some EVPs, and after he left, the camera that was left in the building. Like thirty seconds after he left, was that uh, you could hear a bye bye, like mocking him. That's <laughs> creepy. I really like that. Like that was really cool. You, they got some EVPs like in English and Italian. So for a time too, I'll mention this. It, I didn't really write it down on my notes, but it's worth mentioning. This was also not just used as an asylum. It was also kind of used as a senior care center. But that was that was like very very short amount of time it didn't last very long yeah those old people probably got possessed (laughs) well in fact the patients and the staff abandoned the island in 1968 and for the most part this island has remained uninhabited since although some small attempts at agriculture were made fun fact since i mentioned this earlier Hmm. because the ground is made of 50 percent human ash the ground is great for vineyards how did I know you're gonna go say something like that? <laughs> I, th- I thought that was really cool. Like, and people still like go and harvest grapes from Pavalia, but they only go in pairs because they are yeah, because they're not stupid and they know what's gonna afraid happen. Afraid of that island. So the government actually attempted to auction off the island in 2014, and some people may have heard of this. I did, and I was like, I want to be the one that buys Pavalia Island because I was a fucking nerd. <laughs> But this attempt was mostly unsuccessful. 
It depends on who you ask, quite frankly, because this is a really weird, like, situation. So there was a winning bid from Luigi Brugnaro, and some say that he was decidedly unable to meet the conditions required to obtain ownership because he was going to invest, like, 20 million in the place. But some say that he did obtain ownership, but just never did anything with it. It's all up in the air, quite frankly. But either way, it is still sitting there, abandoned. And at one point, a family even sought to buy the island in an attempt to build a summer home upon its grounds. But they left after staying one night there and refused to comment on the events that transpired. The only thing we do know about it is that the daughter's face was ripped open and required 14 <gasps> stitches. What? You could say she had a bad fall because it is a dangerous area. Or like, her siblings did it to her. I'm not sure if they had siblings. So it was an only child? I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> you you could say it was like an accident because this is like a rundown place. It's not very well maintained. You you also could potentially be like spooky ooky and be like, a ghost ripped off her face. <laughs> You just wanted to say that. I did just want to, because that's what I see. Some people like try to hype it up. Be like a ghost ripped off her face. Sound but, like a stoner. <laughs> hey, I mean, you right. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, uh, the island is very decrepit. A lot of these buildings uh, have, you know, fallen wooden beams. Uh, places have collapsed. The floors are overgrown. No no uh, like glass fixtures it's all just being overtaken by nature uh attempts have been made to restore the island but construction eventually stopped without re without reason some believe it's due to the various paranormal encounters the crew may have experienced but no one really knows and it's all up just to local speculation now Ooh. and that is the tale of favelia island that was a good tale. Good history lesson. It's so much fun. Like this is this is a lot of stuff like I would like talk about like in school because I would get a lot of projects. This is like, oh, we don't really care what you do it on. Just pick a topic and tell us about it. And like witch trials, black plague. Let's go. You know where <laughs> we should go? We should go to. Oh my gosh, Devin! What's that ship called? The Queen Mary. We should. That would be so much fun. I was just watching on YouTube. I know he was canceled, but I like to watch Shane Dawson sometimes. And he went to the Queen Mary with his friends and it spooked me enough to want to go. I just want to see doors opening and hear tapping sounds. We'd so have to bring an EVP machine. Yeah. We you can work that because I don't know how to... They're, I don't understand. They're cheap enough on Amazon. I don't understand <laughs> technology. We'll get some spooky stuff. Do you want to see pictures of Pavelia? You have pictures? I do have some. I, I can at least pull up like a Is list a for you. Is it a vineyard? No, no specific vineyard pictures, but it's just some general pictures you can see. Oh, it's pretty. It's a lovely island, isn't it? It really is a nice island. I would love to quarantine on there. <laughs> oh, look at all the bones. Oh, yeah. And ooh, this was something I did see. Some of the the bodies that have been found yeah, uh, like in the burial pits have stones or bricks in their mouths. Let me see. Do you know why that is? Why? 
because at the time, like, people were afraid of vampires. So imagine you're a grave robber and you go and you dig in here and people are buried in their their funeral uh, funeral shrouds. That's what they're called. Mm-hmm. And it looks weird. It looks bloated in places. And some of the cloth is like, appears to be have been bitten through. And there's blood coming out of the mouth. And the nails seem longer. At the time, people would look at that and be like, oh my God, this is a fucking vampire, bro. (laughs) They've been feeding on the blood of the bodies surrounding them. We gotta stop them. (laughs) And so one one of the ways... One of the ways you'd stop that is you'd put a brick in their mouth. <laughs> wow. So you could actually find like Why not- didn't they do that to Edward Cullen? I don't think he ever like officially died. Like they they never got his got their hands on him to bury him. Oh, well they should have. <laughs> I mean, all I'm <laughs> All I'm saying if I were Bella, I'd have just gone for a threesome. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> you took that for a turn. <laughs> turn of events right here, guys. <laughs> Breaking news. I just I saw Threesome that. in Twilight. <laughs> Bella, Edward, and for, for Jacob. Some, for some of the things that happened, that would probably have been more interesting. <laughs> And you know, they probably have done a porno parody of... I think they have, actually. Isn't there a parody porn There's there's an entire rule, my dude. If it exists, there will be porn of it. (laughs) That's just... That's a whole internet rule. (laughs) That's intense. Uh, So is it Hunger Games porn parody? Homegirl. There's porn of anything. I don't watch porn. I've never watched There's Jaws porn. porn if you look hard enough. Okay, you didn't have to bring in Jaws. Why are you always bringing in animals? <laughs> just leave them alone. I never said anyone was fucking an animal. I'm just saying. <laughs> there might be porn out there with the Jaws theme song in it. <laughs> don't ruin Jaws. <laughs> Not for the younger generation. Well, I can at least say I was joking about the threesome thing. I just saw No, it. you weren't. I Actually, it was. <laughs> Because I'm a silly goose. Someone throw me in a pond. <laughs> you and your damn dad jokes. <laughs> I'm just happy you don't open each episode with a dad joke like you did that one time. <laughs> Listen, I've thought about it. What was that it? joke again? It was... Uh, I can't remember. I forget. <sighs> it was... How do you steal a coat? That stupid joke. <laughs> you want to hear another one? Oh, do I have a choice? Maybe. <laughs> what? What is it? How do you tell the difference between a cat and a piece of literature? What, Morgan? <laughs> One has pauses at the ends of its clauses, and the other has clauses at the end of its pauses. <laughs> Someone told me that before. Was that you? It was me. <laughs> I just knew I had to say it on the podcast at least once. It was you. It was me. After your it's my cult- favorite joke. It was right after your cult joke, too. <laughs> Thank you for the history lesson today. <laughs> Always a pleasure to bring you death and history. Now I can go home and sleep. I I wish I could say the same. I have work at like 10 in the morning tomorrow. I so. have work at 9 a.m. 9 to 5.30. Oof, that teacher life. <sighs> I know. 
Well, thank you everybody for tuning in with us this very spooky night and for dealing with our tangents and dad jokes. <laughs> Specifically Morgan's jokes. Yeah, yeah. I have What can I say? I'm an entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> but for anyone interested, I'm going to be posting some of the images I showed Devin on our Instagram at Morbid Mill Pod. And if you would like to support us, we do have a Patreon page and a Ko-Fi page. Be lovely if you could help us out, keep the show going, support us a little, maybe get some merch and a shout out on the show. Wink, wink. And for those of you that want to suggest some stuff to us, we would actually love to hear it because it takes a lot of brain cells to come up with a new topic every fortnight, you know? <laughs> So if you have a suggestion uh, for a topic, I would love to hear it. As well, if you would like to send in a listener story, Devin would love to read them out. Yeah. All you got to do to mention a, a topic to us or send in a listener story is just email us at morbidmillennialpod at gmail. And you might hear it on the show, guys. It'd be a lot of fun. And you'd hear Devin's voice more than mine. No, someone told me, my cousin, because I went to a wedding on Friday. My cousin said, I wish you would talk more on the show. I was like, well, if you if people send in listener stories, I would. That's the, see, that's the exact thing. We are waiting with bated breath, guys. Apparently have a cool voice. I don't think I have a cool voice. You do. That's what I've been telling you this whole time. Okay, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, skim, a uh, skirtle, uh, <laughs> skittle. skittle. No, <laughs> I wonder if anyone's gonna know where that's from. Let's let's wait until they comment. Let's. If I, they I, comment, I won't say where it's from, but if you do know where it's from, leave a comment. With leave, a, leave us a review, skittle. or leave us a review as well. Leave us a review and tell us about. Rate us five stars, please. Always. We need the boost in our confidence. Oh, yeah. You'll push us up the charts, guys, and more people will be able to find us. It'll be totally great. Like, we already... I did see that we went uh, international. We got some international listeners now, and that's pretty whoop, cool. Whoop. But, yeah, spread us across the, across the globe. Spread us like the plague, if you will. Oh, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to stop, Devin. I'm a silly goose today. Oh, that makes one of us. <laughs> I'm ca I'm carrying the show. That's okay. At least for this episode. I'm sorry. It just has no, not it's been fine. a good day today. I, I knew this wasn't something that would like shock you into rage. So <laughs> I just need to bring more stories like that because that's when you get to just a talking. <laughs> True. So again, thank you everybody for listening. We'll be back again in a fortnight with another episode to bring to your vulnerable ear holes. So, signing off, I'm Morgan. I'm Devin. And happy Halloween, guys. Happy Thank Halloween. you so much. Bye. Bye.